This is a Rooster Teeth production. And welcome to the Death Battle Cast, the show where we basically just bullshit for an hour. Um, I'm Ben, voice of Wiz, uh, joined by Liam, voice of Liam and writer of Wiz. I don't know what he's doing. Hey, Liam. Just doing a head thing. He's How you brilliant. doing, guys? Yeah, it's me. Yep. <laughs> I finally have, as usual. have 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 uh, gathered the courage, as opposed to my my cowardly retreat last week. The fear of being confronted with the Dio Alucard Q and A just petrified me to my core. I couldn't make what? it on, but I'm here now, <laughs> and I'm ready to to to, to answer the questions. Is that the is that the narrative we're going with? Okay, this is gonna be a good episode. <laughs> no, I was stuck on a plane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. on two different run strips. If you saw last week's episode, you know it was um, a cluster. Anyway, hey, we're also joined by uh, Billy and hey. Josh. Hey guys, hello. Who have worked on the new season i guess it's a season half season of red versus blue yeah red family versus blue family shatters i yeah. was about to say death battle and i was like yes well they also <laughs> worked on death battle <laughs> <That's true>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh we also want to talk about red versus blue family shatters which yeah. is yeah. amazing in the third shattered episode just families just uh just uh just shattered the website yeah, yeah it's out for first members right now episode. yeah you should go check it out after this um, right don't, don't leave right now but it is good i think <laughs> i enjoyed it I, I did too i wrote this one uh i got to co-direct it with noel which was really really fun they i don't really i still don't really understand why but they let me do like it's, it's called <laughs> walk and talk it's this homage to primarily the west wing and aaron sorkin stuff but you know that tv trope <laughs> of walking and talking and not really going anywhere specific but for whatever yeah. reason they have to have these conversations on the go and i really didn't think anybody would would like it but uh first members <laughs> seem to be digging it so that's always that's a good thing <laughs> you should check it out that's a sign of quality production <laughs> i didn't really think anybody was gonna like this but you know whatever <laughs> it's like so specific it's just so specific to stuff that i like and i just didn't think anybody else would the sork who thought the sork would make it into would make it into right? red v blue there you he go did. yeah thank you, you. this in. is the first one that, since since the family shadows just started that has zero in it if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 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 which, yeah, which yeah. makes it a, a highlight for me. That's a big, big part of it. Like Zero was our big bad from the previous season, and now you get to see him in a more comedic, very different here. environment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, for people who haven't seen any episode of Family Shatters, uh, real quick, what's the difference between this and the previous, the whatever number season <laughs> Red versus 18. Blue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero That's was. a good 18. call. It's uh, so yeah. So this is this is a non-canonical series of shorts that are all it's very episodic none of them kind of connect it's just a series of random slice of life shorts that um a lot of them are based on like tropes and genre homages that we love so it's kind of like if the characters of shatter squad were in shatter squad were in their own kind of sitcom and each episode is this random homage and fun little sketch that we wrote um so yeah non-canonical um next season we'll pick up where we left off with zero uh, and this is just our kind of in-between, silly, fun adventure. <laughs> RVB Twilight Zone. 
Yeah. I mean, what's fun is that it's non-canonical, but it's still the kind of characters, traits, you know, are shown yeah. there. We're getting to see more about these people uh, when they're not punching each other in the face. So Red versus blue. What if? <laughs> yeah. I like um, that. Basically. <laughs> yeah, so definitely go check out Red versus Blue Family Shatters. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more later on the show. We have a lot to cover today. Um, so, a couple things. One. We will be getting to the Dio versus Alucard Q&A later on in today's cast. Uh, I know we have plenty of questions to cover. Actually, not as many as I, th I think we were expecting. I was surprised. Um, but uh, we got some questions to cover. Uh, we also are going to have a teaser for the upcoming episode, um, Akuma versus Shao Kahn. Uh, that episode, that episode, Death Battle is airing next week, uh, and I'm very excited to share that with you guys. So stay tuned for a little sneak peek of that. It's our Thanksgiving right. themed episode. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> Break the, the cornucopia of fighting game bosses. Um, but we also have a community death battle as usual. But today's community death battle is going to be very different. Uh, because we're not actually going to be doing a battle. We're going to be doing six battles. <laughs> That's six. All right. So here, here's, here's the plan. You may have seen on the Death Battle Twitter us post about the uh, a, little, a, a little matchup, a little battle royale idea that we've had for several years now at this point, right? We have talked about this matchup on Death Battle Cast before. We've talked about it on basically whenever we can <laughs> the serial mascot battle royale right um what happens when toucan sam uh captain crunch and the razor brand son are thrown into the arena and fight each other uh so we've joked about it for years at this point but it's the 10-year anniversary of death battle so it's time to actually figure out which of these <laughs> goddamn mascots is going to kill each other <laughs> uh so the way we're going to be doing this this is going to be a multi-episode saga because we've never done any like <laughs> massive tournament like this before. And there are so many characters to cover. So we're going to start with essentially a bracket of matchups, quote unquote, to decide what the final bracket for the actual, tur bracket for the actual tournament is going to be. Whoa. Now, the Raisin Brand Sun is already going to be in this bracket. We know that for a fact. We've talked about the Raisin Brand Sun so much. The, the two scoops is the ultimate, like, <laughs> one of the big questions of this of this matchup Those is black what can soulless eyes <laughs> with the two scoops. Far too many raisins. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No, not enough raisins. Oh, oh my God. God. It's too I much. genuinely wish they just gave me that instead. Like, what the brand shit? Just scoop the raisins right into my gullet. I love raisins. <laughs> That's I also love candy gross. corn. I'm going to get some later this week because I didn't get to have any on Halloween. Ooh, yeah. Oh. Sale prices. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but we're so essentially we are going to have an eight-seat bracket. <laughs> eight characters are going to be thrown into this tournament, but there are way more serial mascots. So based on the responses we got from you guys on Twitter, uh, we have picked out 12 other mascots outside of the Raisin Brand Sun, and we're going to talk about each of them and see which ones you guys want in on this tournament. Um, now, 
I know that's going to mean we're, uh, uh, we're going to have six of these in the final tournament, plus the Razor Bright Sound, which means there's going to be an extra seat, uh, the eighth seat, which will go to one of these characters who loses. So if your character loses uh, the matchup or whatever we're going to be doing here, um, don't worry. There's still a chance that it can get into the tournament as a whole. So let's go ahead and start with Captain Crunch versus Toucan Sam. <laughs> we're doing this, guys. Uh <laughs> So this is not necessarily like who would win in a matchup per se. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could you could treat it that way. That's totally fine. Uh, but this is at its core. Which of these two characters do you want to see in the tournament? And we have a poll up. Uh, if you're watching this live on the chat, if you're watching this on mobile, you can vote Captain Crunch with hashtag one, two can Sam with hashtag two. Uh, and whichever one wins your poll, only you guys get to decide this. Whichever one wins the poll, gets into the bracket for the full tournament that's going to be happening in future episodes of Death Metal Cast. So, Captain Crunch and Toucan Sam, which of these guys do you think <laughs> should get into this tournament? I mean, I, how I, could it be anything but Captain Crunch? Yeah, it's going to be Captain. All his time on the high seas, he destroys yeah. the roof of your mouth. Toucan Sam's grown soft, raising his nephews. He's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Captain Crunch is captain of multiple serials. He's got yeah. more responsibilities. He's yeah. He's got more experience, like, you know, supposedly. I, I really don't think be of him. Toucan Sam as, like, a combatant. I see him as a bird, a, uh, <laughs> a, a bird of paradise. Um, mm -hmm. I like his nose and I like his voice, but um, the, the captain is a military officer um, who <laughs> has, has doubtlessly murdered uh in his life and uh mm -hmm. and and fought tooth and nail sword and ship and crunch um plus i mean the crunchitized thing is just an insta you know like how is that gonna how <laughs> dynamically how that how, how would that work against the sun you know i just think it opens up a lot of possibilities i don't really like two can't say I, I like fruit loops i mean i don't like fruit loops but i like fruit loops <laughs> Um, in the sense like the that concept they're like of a, Fruit Loops. I respect that they exist. Yeah, yeah. You Most respect that like they shit. exist. But, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's for go somebody else. Well, like, I, I do think I prefer Captain Crunch over Fruit Loops. Totally. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of it's it's marginal, right? Like I think they're both kind of garbage. Um, but uh, but if you want like, fruit, you, know, you can get the Crunch Berries. You got exactly the you got exactly the exactly. You got options. Yeah. And Fruit Loops are just very simple. Fruit Loops is like is what like is like what I'd have when I'd go over to my friend's house and stay the night, and then in, in the morning they'd they'd serve Fruit Loops, and I'd be like, "What is this nonsense? Um, where's the where's the full course American breakfast?" No, we got fucking fruit. Do, do we think there's a reason though that he hasn't been promoted after all these years? Like I something think, I, he's independent. In. I think he's like went off on like like Garp. He named himself piece, Captain. Is what you're saying? Where though. he just he just refuses to be upgraded because it's just mm. it's just bureaucratic bullshit. Sure. And above <laughs> that, this is where he gets to fight. This is where he gets to feel. I will be stuck behind him. No sacrifices yeah, He gets his ship. Yeah. I don't know this, if Captain is Crunch is actually part of the military. He might just be a <laughs> captain of a ship. <laughs> which doesn't need to be part of the just military. Like, you can just a, own a ship and you me. captain it. A crazy guy is, who's calling himself is, captain. This is gold material. <laughs> He's also not <laughs> even, even a better. captain. He's not officially a captain. He's officially a captain. C-A-P. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's where it gets you. For that's legal reasons. There's an apostrophe. Legal loophole. He's obviously killed a captain, though, because he's wearing a captain's uniform. That's true. Like, he's, he's got, got a captain's uniform somehow. Yeah. Like a pirate There's dark magic. 
Like he can yeah. crunch a tie. I will say on the Captain's uh, uh, side, I think of all the characters, we've talked about Captain Crunch as like a combatant for this before. And he seems to be one of the best shots that actually potentially like uh, matching the Raisin Bran Sun's <laughs> two scoops. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, there's definitely a question of whether or not the Captain can crunch a tie the sun and it will be interesting to go through this if he makes it and yeah, see if he the... can crunchitize i don't know lucky or the crazy squares or whatever like who can resist the crunchitize ray or whatever it might be as for toucan sam i don't really know he's just, i mean he's got he's got aerial advantage but the captain also has a ship full of i assume yeah. cannons oh that's true the ship can fly too can it i feel like it has mm, yes it can i was about to say the toucan would have flight advantage over most of these people, but I think a lot of them are going to be able to just float around. Yeah. yeah. Well, all, all right. Powerful. Sorry, Sam. Go, go ahead Play and put again, in your votes. Uh, let's go ahead reference. and lock up the awesome. poll because we are going to have to get through these pretty quick if we're going to get to all six, as well as our Q&A, <laughs> as well as uh, whatever the hell else we're going to be talking about. Um, Two scoops of content this morning. So let's go ahead and bring up those results whenever you got Fuck, those, Brian. My jaw went under. Thanks for voting. Like snake. Nice. For those fucking raisin, well raisin scoops. And Captain Crunch is the first one we to join, to enter the bracket for yes. the serial. Congratulations, Captain Royale. <laughs> Congratulations to the Captain. Uh, yes, I saw a uh, gaming news guy in the chat mention, like, uh, I wonder if they're going to do this for the Disney Princess Battle Royale later on. I think that would be great. This is, that is, this cool is sort of a test in a way to see how this goes oh my um, god eventually for like the last like the la the episode before wiz versus boomstick we should do the like we should do like the serial mascots versus like serial killers and have like classic horror serial killers versus the serial mascots that's a range like, of emotions with, on your face that's man. a great idea liam good job buddy <laughs> yes Real quick break for our sponsor, ExpressVPN. If you're going online without ExpressVPN, you may as well be carrying the newest smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time, eh, you're probably okay, but all it takes is one slip and you'll wish you'd been protected. It's the same with your digital data. Anytime you connect to an unencrypted network, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on that network can gain access to your personal data, steal it, and sell it. And your data is valuable. A hacker can make $1,000 per person selling your data, but ExpressVPN sends you through an encrypted tunnel so your data stays secure. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer a billion years to get past their encryption. And with all the protection it gives you, ExpressVPN is incredibly easy to use. You just open it up, press a button, and that's it. And real talk, I've used a bunch of different VPNs over the years, and ExpressVPN is my favorite. Uh, it's, like I said, really easy to use. Uh, it's got all sorts of global options. And what I think is the most important is its connection is really reliable. Uh, I, I highly recommend it if you're looking for a VPN. And if you don't have one, I think you definitely should check this one out. Uh, secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash DBC. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash DBC, and you can get an extra three months free. ExpressVPN.com slash DBC. All right, back to the crazy show. Yes. Um, <laughs> so smart. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to the second one, which is going to be Sunny, <laughs> the cuckoo bird, Cocoa Puffs, versus oh, wow, yeah. the crazy squares. 
Ah, oh, thanks, thanks for marking that out, Brian. Oh, we got one sorry. winner. So we're going down the list. So Sunny the Cuckoo Bird, Cuckoo oh, for Cocoa yeah. Puffs versus the Crazy Squares. So here's Cinnamon the thing. Toast Crunch. Cinnamon one. Toast Crunch, I feel, of all these listed, easily the best. Easily the best. I, I would seriously like say no the best contest. Cereal. Yeah, in terms of yeah. quality. Like, I would eat mm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch today, even. Um, but who gives a shit about the Crazy Squares? It's all about that coked-up Cocoa Bird. Like, that, <laughs> that, that dude is fucked up. He, I don't even know if he has any powers, but he would, like gnaw the face off of one of these guys if you got the chance you definitely I, I he's got two in energy right the cocoa bird guy. yeah cocoa, whatever the fuck <laughs> the cuckoo for cocoa puffs oh, i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's he, he's crazy and he yes. like darts around and he, i'm sure there's he's a light like speed feed there too. somewhere cocoa puffs <laughs> yeah. might even be like a close second They're very good to yeah toast crunch yeah Based I'm trying to think about what, what do the squares do? They, the squares they, eat each other. Yeah, there'd only be one crazy square that would be, in this yeah. fight. <laughs> See, okay, <laughs> that's chaos. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is one commercial where a crazy square eats itself. Yeah. Even as there is <laughs> all that, that is left is a mouth, it is still able to somehow bend reality to its own will to devour its own self into its non-existent stomach. Yeah, that's interesting. Being that's able to ability, bend reality the... kind of kills itself. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, now yeah. it is eating itself, so arguably it's not going to like turn that reality warping power against the rays of brand sun or. Captain I want to know Could what did the crazy the squares do with the bakers that used to be there? Like, is that why they're no longer there? They were devoured by the crazy squares. So if that's the case, they've got an edge that we don't know about. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, in the commercials, it's always just the squares. Like, yeah. it's always like an empty bowl, and it's the squares, and like some of them start out like showing the bowl and the cereal and whatnot, and there's no people in the commercials. No human beings in those commercials. It used to be three people. Then it was one. Now it's zero. Somebody poured that cereal, and they are no longer there. <laughs> All that is left is are little bits of cereal that seem to devour anything around them. You can put the pieces together. I think I found the most '90s thing I've ever seen, and I posted the image in the in the in the Discord. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, I like that a lot. Why is he? Why is he a skater? What does it matter? What is that? I mean, everyone was a skater in that era. <laughs> <laughs> All he's missing uh, is the it. guitar. He needs a guitar, too. That's, that's Absolutely, he needs a guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Cuckoo Bird has been around for a while. He's he's yeah. He's been through those. Sunny, right. Sunny is Sunny, the Cuckoo Bird. Like, he's been through those yeah. evolutions. Radical. <laughs> so All right. If he, if he makes it through, Toucan Sam's going to be pissed. Yeah. Oh, 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 Sonny would fucking, like, eat Toucan Sam for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, like, like a cereal. He'd, like, devour him. Yeah, he'd, he'd, like, envision him as a Cocoa Puff and then, like, feast on his organs. He'd just see, like, Cocoa Puffs raining out of Toucan Sam's, like, bifurcated body. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. On that graphic note, that go ahead and get up, your, it? your votes in I mean, Sunny or Crazy Squares. Who do you bar. want to see in the tournament? Guys, come on. Easy, easy, easy. I mean, easy, if his opponent could plan, which the Squares can't, you could take advantage of the fact that you can distract him with Cocoa Puffs. That's true. But he's fighting another serial mascot that's maddened by itself, so... The Squares are very instinctive. They are yes. like rabid monsters. They are the id. In a weird way, Sunny is also somewhat id. Too, but I think that they're mm -hmm. the true embodiment of id. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hence the 
matchup, I guess. <laughs> the embodiment of cereal in. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up that poll and see which one wins. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you to everybody who's voting for whatever the hell we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a close matchup, but Sunny wins with 59%. Like it's because Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best out of all of these. It's so Cinnamon good. Toast Crunch it's is pretty good in comparison. Yeah, actually. And seeing those things running sure. around in, in a fight would be very entertaining. It's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, if you guys want to see uh, the crazy squares make it, there is still that going to be that eighth open mm. spot after all this is said and done. So you can oh, let us know oh, on, cool. the, on Twitter. Oh, it's, like a, it's like an anime arc. Like yes. The protagonist gets knocked out and he's like the wild card. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is the first episode of the Death Battle Tournament arc. Serial <laughs> yes. matchup, whatever we're going to call it. Get the crazy squares <laughs> to the healing chamber quick. <laughs> All right, one more before we move on to the Q&A and the teaser uh, or the sneak peek for Akuma Shao Kahn. Let's go ahead and talk about Lucky the Leprechaun yeah. versus I mean, yeah. Busby. This this one's easy. This one's like, here, here. Okay, Lucky Charms, arguably the worst cereal out of all of these mm. on here. I think it's wow. inedible. I think it's actually Old. inedible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. like, I wouldn't give it to my worst enemy. There's a lot of cardboard it's lucky. going on Really? There. It's lucky. It's got to be lucky. Uh, the B, no, it's got to be. It's like both both these guys are cool. Like I, I don't I don't hate, dislike either mascot. Yeah, but, no, no. Like the Busby seems like a pretty pretty chill B. That's but, the uh, thing. That's the thing I have about the B. It's like the B is like your mom's mascot. Like yeah. it's <laughs> it's so tame, so chill. Like yeah. all he's doing is pouring honey on Cheerios, well, making them I, edible. Here's the thing about Busby. Um, looking at his commercials. The way those always turn out is, or they typically turn out, is Busby is thrown into a situation or somebody is thrown into a situation that is dire. Uh, like I was looking at one where uh, some mobsters were going to kill this guy by throwing him out a window. Yes, in a serial commercial. What? Uh, and then <laughs> Busby, uh, I believe it was Busby, shows up and is like, hey, you guys should look in his cupboard. And inside the cupboard is the uh, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. The gangsters eat the Honey Nut Cheerios, and all of a sudden, they are, like, mind-controlled to be friendly to the guy that they were going to throw out the window. Busby has mind-control powers through the consumption of his cereal. That is Right, but they have to wild. consume his cereal. And, and Lucky... Busby's a little guy. He can fly around and, and throw <laughs> Cheerios at All of his mouths. different variate, all the marshmallows, those are all different powers. He, can, he, he has tons of magic. He, has, he can create like trains and UFOs and rockets, and and he can travel backwards in time and through space. Um, he has like, his, he can he can teleport. I'm just like, his power is located. The, the deviant art. Um, he can he can go backwards in time. He can turn invisible. Real quick. He can bright flash a light. I guess. Oh, I want to point this out before I lose. To life with the heart one. Yeah. I want to I want to point this out before I lose the the, the, the line. Red-headed agent in the chat mentions, I remember there being a commercial where Buzz B grew buff in a commercial when I was a kid. No one's going to want a super buff bee coming after them, no matter who they are. I, I think that's Which true. I think is pretty true. Yeah. Are Lucky's powers located in his cereal? Because he's very, very protective of it. Seems like once yes. that's out of his control. Yeah, the, each, each, one of the, each one of the marshmallows is like a different power that he has. Yeah. Like there's, so, some, there's the shooting star one that can, you know, fly yeah. across space. Um, there's the but power similarly, of luck, if, which is if, just not really clear. What if the bee stings the sun, then it's gone too. I mean, <laughs> right? That still applies. 
Oh, uh, the, the, the bee dies. Josh is thinking ahead. That's over. Oh, right. Well, and no, so here's the thing. Like, here's it's, the thing it's about... like a kamikaze move. Like, no, nah, super. <laughs> here's what, I, like, here's what I've, I've learned. He'd be one of the characters. He'd be like, the bees... like the... Apparently, like, bees only like die when they... Sorry, Liam, I keep... Uh, oh, step on you. Go on, please. Bees only die when they sting humans, apparently. Apparently, our flesh is such that the stinger gets caught in us. But, like, other insects and shit, they sting oh, them no problem. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a so, sun. It's a, it's a giant ball of burning plasma. It's like a fire That'll probably kill a bee. Well, it'd be space. fine. <laughs> yeah. Also, but in this situation... But it has physical hands, Liam, that hold... Yeah, manifested scoop. by... Mm. Plasma is matter. Plasma is matter. That's a, Which it's means the fourth state of matter. You could sting those hands and poison the hands no, and kill the sun that no way. There's no capillaries by which the poison would travel. It is it is burning gas. What if you can infuse the so sun with hot. honey? Then he's got a an in you on the sun. You need someone like like Lucky with with reality warping magical powers, the, the powers of a death god imp, <laughs> in order to fight. A uh, couple the people sun. in the chat are saying Lucky Charms is a Loki commercial. Loki's been in a Lucky Charms commercial. Hmm. Well. Okay, lots of good points for uh, for old Lucky Charms. I do I do think Liam's got a, got a lot of points on Lucky. His big thing is he's he's not very lucky about protecting his cereal. It's Our not... own researcher DJ mentions Lucky was at one point a Green Lantern. <laughs> what? Well, DC Herald scaling. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get those votes in. We'll we'll wrap up this poll so we can move on to the Q and A and the sneak peek of the upcoming matchup. Um. Let's go ahead and get that wrapped up. See who wins between Lucky and Busby. <laughs> no idea where this is going to go. I don't either. Oh, Lucky wow. Was, uh, oh, Busby, Busby gets crushed. Wow. Sorry, buddy. Lucky wins with 85%. Wow. Sorry, okay. <laughs> so, we have four of the eight seats in our bracket filled up. We got the Raisin Ray of the Sun, Captain Crunch, Sunny the Cuckoo Bird, and Lucky the Leprechaun. Uh, we will fill out the rest of them, except for the eighth one, uh, in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about what's going on. We are moving through this episode fast because there's so much to cover. <laughs> so, uh... Move on to screw it. Before we get to the Q and A, I think we could just go ahead and show off the teaser for the upcoming Death Let's Battle. Right. Let's, Let's go ahead and show off the the sneak peek for Akuma versus Shao Kahn. Die one thousand death. You dare interrupt my tournament. Another fool seeking my throne. I only seek your life. Shin Megami Tensei is the newest installment of the acclaimed JRPG series developed by Atlas. You'll play as a young high school student who's granted an accursed power to save his life. He becomes a new being that's neither human nor demon, a Nahobino, and is suddenly transported from modern Tokyo to a post-apocalyptic world. 
You'll explore the demon-infested wasteland of an enigmatic realm that's filled with mythical deities and demonic tyrants in constant conflict for survival. Search for answers and forge your own path in a battle between light and dark, and your choices will dictate the fate of the world. Turn formidable foes into worthy allies by recruiting them via negotiations, then fuse them to create demons customized to fit your playstyle. Shin Megami Tensei V has been fully rendered in 3D utilizing Unreal Engine 4, a first for the mainline Shin Megami Tensei series. Pre-order the deluxe and standard editions of Shin Megami Tensei V today on the Nintendo eShop. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool! <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, think, I think you guys are going to like this episode when it, it airs next awesome. week. Yeah, even have that 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 opening with uh, Akuma um, obliterating someone. There's just like a smoking corpse at the beginning as a reference like to a, like a Baraka or something. Yeah, probably uh, <laughs> a reference to uh, uh, how he interrupts um, uh, M Bison's tournament uh, in Street Fighter Two, uh, doing it to Shao Kahn. Uh, so I really like that little touch. Allows uh, introduced. Um, yeah. Really fun episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. It is coming out November 7th for first members, November 8th for on YouTube. I wasn't sure if I remembered the uh, the dates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the stream on my other monitor caught up right as I was about to see the dates. I was like, hey, there they are. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Okay. Uh, but we also have last week's episode, last so yes, yeah. week's episode yeah. time. It's weird uh, to cover. So if you have not seen Dio versus Alucard, fair warning, we are going to get into some spoilers here. Um, but we have some questions regarding the victor and the research and whatnot that we are going to get to. Um, Liam, I hope you're ready, being the I'm, director. My of the body episode. is ready. All right, you had a whole week extra to prepare for this, so yeah. yeah. All right, My Liam. Is, uh, this is the how, last time I have to think about Dio Alucard questions. <laughs> how was uh, Silver Chariot calculated to uh, fifteen hundred yes. times light speed? Yes, it was a huge thing that I saw a lot. Some people were like, "Oh, well, I buy that it being faster than light, but fifteen hundred times faster than light—that's crazy." Yeah, I know the number seems crazy, but but be aware, like if you watch the episode again, all of the math for that is on screen, um, so you can check for yourself. The reason it's so high is because of the distance that um, Silver Chariot Sword swings relative to the Light Beam. So there's a big kerfuffle about like whether or not that feat like counts as an actual feat. There are tons of light speed feats in JoJo and statements um, uh, in guidebooks about that. It's it's one of the clearest things that you have for like a verse where you don't you don't have to rely on just like oh somebody said their light speed. No, actually somebody said that their light speed. Koichi in part four says that Star Platinum says Red Hot Chili Peppers is uh, it moves at the speed of light, and only Jotaro would be able to keep up with something that fast. Oh, the so Red Hot Chili speed. Peppers move at the speed of light, man. Yes, uh -huh. that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Man, yep. I'll have to listen to their music uh, again and see if it changes everything. Um, <laughs> Southern California sound. Um, <laughs> Uh, among other things, uh, Joseph do uh, uh, intercepts a beam of light, like sun literal sunlight. The Silver Chariot later deflects beams of sunlight. Uh, uh, cars, a beam of light from a UV, like a big, like a, a, a what's it called? A, flat, a flashlight is fired, and he raises, it's coming at his face. That's one panel. And the next panel is he raises his hand to block it. So 
obviously has to be uh, at least relative to light speed. Um, if you calculate it out, it's faster than light. Mm -hmm. uh, with Silver Chariot, the reason is because um, the light beam essentially it's it's a lot it's a lot like easier to visualize in the anime, but it's the same in the manga, and the calculation is from the manga. But it, it, for the sake of visualizing, you can check the anime. The light beam rockets towards the coin, essentially stops like in slow motion stops. Silver Chariot races up, gets there while it's still essentially not moving, raises the sword and cuts. And just from the angle uh, in the manga, it looked like about 180 degrees, which is a lot. And its sword, the, it, the measurement was um, to the tip of the sword. So we get the, the distance is the arm plus then the sword length versus like, like it's like the light beam is like this close to the coin. So yeah, it's going to be a really significant distance. And the distance happened to be 1,500 times greater, which means that because it's relative, we know the speed of light is constant. It's 1,500 times faster than light. Uh, it's happened in the same time frame. Um, I know that there's like some like confusion about, oh, no, he said, Polnareff said that he needed to know its trajectory in order to be able to hit it. He needed to know its trajectory because it was dancing around people's eyes. It bounces off of reflected surfaces at the speed of light. Um, it wasn't that it was too fast. We see that he literally caught up to it and caught it. Um, he needed to uh, know its trajectory to know where to send Silver Chariot because it's an invisible beam of light. Earlier on, when there's only two reflective surfaces near him, he actually does turn and see where the hanged man is moving as a beam of light. Like he follows it um, earlier in the scene. It's near the car crash, uh, I recall, if I recall correctly. Um, so yeah, no, 1500 times speed of light is just, is just mathing it out distance vehicles d over t um you can be more conservative with with that estimate if you want to be like assume that it's a he swung it at a at a, at a smaller angle um or or measure its arm speed instead of the the tip of the sword um but considering the fact that star platinum fought silver chariot like the scaling comes from that scene where they fought well silver chariot was being has had its had its speed enhanced at the time by anubis like it was moving extra fast and then it removed its armor, which makes it move even faster than that, and Star Platinum was still able to keep up. Um, so, it, 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 frankly, with that, it, it, it would make more sense to not be conservative with that kind of estimate, because um, mm. we're, not, we're not accounting for those those uh, gap those jumps in speed as well. Um, I know that to, to to you guys that don't know JoJo as well, that sounded like complete uh, gibberish soup. But um, <laughs> there you go. Hope that answers. Welcome to Death Battle. That's kind of how. <laughs> how it goes sometimes go. yeah that's the end <laughs> well uh so why couldn't alucard outlast dio until the sun came up liam huh why not this yeah why not liam you fuck <laughs> um uh, this was one that uh, ben we also talked about during the, the 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 call um a little bit so there's a couple of there's a couple of things um alucard doesn't know that dio has a, a weakness to sunlight alucard doesn't have weakness to sunlight um he just he just says he really hates it so he would never think to exploit that weakness by like waiting dio out until the sun came up which i think a lot of people assume that he would but he, he wouldn't know that um second uh if dio saw the sun coming up he would just leave like the sun doesn't come <laughs> up instantly it's not a thing that just teleports at like into like the 8 a.m. position, it, it comes up slowly. Light starts to slowly come across um, the horizon. <laughs> oh, as, I'm sorry. Are we explaining up. how the sunrise works? Once he saw that the sky was getting brighter, he would just go hide. Like he'd go hide in a building, or at worst, 
he would like start punching the ground and start digging like like mm. like Jotaro did with Star Platinum um, in their fight against the Sun, which was a stand um, and and uh, Wheel of Fortune. But it's kind of like at that point, it's like why are we even really talking about that? It, it's it's not the, the point is that it's it's the reason it wasn't a factor is because it's not Alucard doing anything. It's not Alucard winning the fight. It's the sun killing Dio. Dio <laughs> needs to kill trolls. Alucard and Alucard yep. needs to kill Dio. It needs to it, it can't be like this random environmental factor that just happens to happen that, mm. that decides the fight. It's yeah, not that that also presents a question of like when does the fight start? Does exactly. it start at uh, uh two hours t till dawn at yes. dusk? Like suddenly take... that becomes a factor and that... what if the fight takes place in i mean for the sake of argument we've said before that like we kind of like generally assume that the fight takes place in like a a neutral like room of spirit and time kind of sense for the the sake of analysis um it, it's the point is that it's not it's not really where environment would play a factor and there of course are are um exceptions right like batman like that environment becomes kind of an important question when you're talking about batman um but like uh, for this, it's just sort of it's like no. If the if the if if the argument relies on on the sun killing Dio, then it's relying on Alucard not being able to. Otherwise, he would, right? Mm -hmm. Why would you need yeah. it? Why, why would the sun and, need to be brought up? And when you say Batman uses environment as an exception, that's less yeah. of an exception, more like that's just part of his arsenal. Yes, him yeah, taking yeah. advantage yeah. of. That's actually a good point. Environments. Yeah. Um, like that's what his arsenal is built around. Um, and and if there's anything to compare that to this matchup it would be dio hiding from the sun yeah, exactly <laughs> like that would be the comparison not necessarily waiting on the sun because that's an entirely different circumstance yeah. that is completely unrelated to the characters yeah. the fact that dio can hide from it means that like that that would be if if for whatever reason dio was like attracted to the sun in order to kill him <laughs> then that might become a factor yeah uh, yeah but or it's if Alucard thing, knew so. about it and could telekinetically pull the sun into position, like, oh, okay, yeah. maybe. Sci-Fighter um, on the uh, in the chat brings up a good point, which is, what if the sun has two scoops of raisins? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and raisins only make Dio stronger. That's that's that's, Guys, a, that's a part one thing. The raisin bran sun can kill Dio. He can kill Dio. He absolutely <laughs> just by existing, right. Dio would go. And explode into fucking dust. Raisin Brand's son. <laughs> it's going to be really batting. interesting to see if any of these uh, mascots are able to beat the serial the the Raisin Brand son by the end of this, because it is possible that this serial mascot tournament is going to determine the most powerful character we have ever seen. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next. Right, yeah, yeah, let's go. Frankly. Uh, so <laughs> Liam, uh, wouldn't the limited range of Dio's stand give Alucard plenty of opportunities to take him out at a long range? If only he had some way to close the distance without any time passing! Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, it like, uh, the time stop essentially allows him to then close the distance. Yeah, the, the world physically is, is limited by about 10 meters effectively. That's just for physical punching. The time stop is, is, is time. Time exists throughout the universe. Goes everywhere. Uh, Araki said it extends out to space. I, I see no reason why to. I, I've seen people assume like, oh, it only, it, it only stops like a couple of city blocks. It's all we've seen. It's a time stop. It stops all of time. I don't know. Um, does the rest of time become desynced? Um, that arguing how time affects the world around them is like whether or not time exists. <laughs> yeah, that, I like, think that's a step too that far. Synchronize everyone else from time <laughs> if you stop only like a bubble of time. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but. Mm. But yeah, also, uh, Alucard's ranged options are a little limited. 
Um, he can use telekinesis, but but he generally doesn't use that in fights. Um, he did it to like kind of show off. Uh, and it's we calculated it's demonstrably not powerful enough really to hurt Dio. Um, that's why we calculated it. Um, and the other thing is his guns, um, which Dio could just immediately upon the fight starting stop time and and then crush them during a time stop. Yeah. And there's no more guns. Um, and even if they were, they're 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 powerful guns, but they're not really powerful enough to hurt him. And the the holy weaponry thing doesn't affect him. Um, I know I remember seeing somebody bring up that like Anderson has a healing factor that was stopped by the jackal, and Anderson is a priest. He doesn't he's not a, a demon, so maybe it has some other regenerative halting um factor to it. That's not it did it didn't. The jackal was designed to be so powerful that it did so much damage to Anderson that he couldn't regenerate from it. Earlier he'd regenerated from like holes in his head. This blew off his arm. Anderson can't heal a, a, a blown off arm. Severed limb. So it didn't it didn't it didn't have any kind of hacks or anything like that. It was just too powerful for him. Does an Alucard has no resistance to the time stop at all. No, no, no resistance. Maybe he could figure it out, but uh he would only really be able to plan around it. And because Dio can stop time anytime he wants, and because his time stop gets longer and longer every time he uses it, um the, any planning he he does is is gonna be not really effective. You could only really plan against it with like Jotaro's, which was at the time like ha against Rat, which was like half a second long. So the the enemy was able to determine where it was able to guess where he'd be and what he'd be doing because it, he was so limited. Dio's time stop is just going to essentially implied to get uh, 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 just however long he wants eventually at some point. <laughs> we don't know. Hey, you know what's cool? Learning to code, because that's like how the whole world works now. And, you know, if you want to change careers, coding is a great way to do it. And the best way to learn it is CodeAcademy.com. Let me tell you about these bad boys. Not only are they going to teach you a whole bunch of job-ready coding skills, but they're also going to help you build a unique portfolio. So that'll help, you know, projects in your portfolio. Because if you don't have those, you're probably not going to go very far. Plus, you get to earn certificates and even prep for technical interviews. Uh, just as a person, like as a producer, I tell you, I get a lot of invoices and I would love to just learn some code to help me ingest all that data rather than doing it manually. So it's got something for everybody out there and you can get qualified in demand jobs in as little as two months and learn at your own pace and your own level with Code Academy. So you can choose what to learn. If you want to learn how to build websites or if you want to learn how to analyze data, you got it. No matter what your experience at level is, you're going to be writing some real working code in minutes, y'all. Okay, so now how do you do this? Well, you join the millions of people learning code at CodeAcademy.com and see where coding can take you. Get 15% off your Code Academy Pro membership when you go to CodeAcademy.com and use the promo code CAST. That's CodeAcademy.com and use that promo code CAST one more time. C-O-D-E-C-A-D-E-Y-M-Y.com with the promo code CAST. Do that. Y'all know it. It's, you can also just click the link in the description. That's going to be way easier than typing. So do that. Okay, bye. So, uh, why did uh, the fight include information for Dio from both part one and part three? Yes, um, I remember people saying, "Well, you can't. Why didn't you composite Schrodinger if you didn't composite? If you were compositing Dio from parts one and three, aren't those contradictory?" No, Dio from part one and part three—it's the same person, literally the same person. Um, it's just a hundred years past, uh, and he was at the bottom of the ocean, and he got a stand. That's it. Um, he has Jonathan's body now, but it's never stated or implied that he lost his vampire powers with Jonathan's body. He uses his vampire powers in part three. He gains a vampire power in part three. It's the flesh buds, um, but he still sucks blood. 
Um, he was able to do the Space Ripper stingy eyes without a body at all. So gaining a body wouldn't take that ability away. He just doesn't utilize all of his vampire powers in part three because it's part three and it's stand combat. And the focus of it is Dio's stand the world, which can stop time. That's the narrative focus of the fight. Mm -hmm. um, the, the only thing he, he, you could maybe say like, oh, well, he doesn't have freezing because it's Jonathan's body. Um, again, nothing to imply that. And he never touches anybody in, in part three, like physically. Um, that, like he never touches Jotaro physically, which is required to initiate the freezing because it's stand combat. You fight from a distance. You fight with ghosts that are proxies for you. So um, there's no reason to suggest that, that um, he lost those powers. He only ever says that his healing factor on the left side of his body is slower because Jonathan's body has sort of resisted him. But he changes that at the end when he drinks Joseph's blood. His body, Jonathan's body, essentially becomes fully vampirized, fully, fully, one hundred percent. He basically becomes Dio from part one again, plus you know the world, the stand. Mm -hmm. um, so, compositing them is an example of something that you could very easily do, and it's not even really compositing. It's just just Dio. Um, so yeah, jump on, it's not jump. really composite because he just becomes what he is, what he was yeah. before. By the it's, end, of he's, it. it's not composite because it's the same character. He's there's just no, regaining no his difference. powers over time. <laughs> yeah, I think people sometimes think that parts, like the different parts of JoJo, are like totally different things. No, they're just different, just, just different, like yeah, that goes into in that time. whole like part seven and eight are different universe, but that's like kid Goku right. versus adult Goku kind of thing. You, right, you're, you're so, some assumptions that you're supposed to pick one or, or the other or whatever yeah which it is not like really what we like, typically do was was did goku why did goku lose the kaioken after he got super saiyan he didn't lose the kaioken yeah. after he got super saiyan he just didn't um, use it and i do want to i i do want to real quick kind of skip the next question billy because sure. we cut we covered it last uh episode of cast but if there is anything else you want to add on schrodinger liam uh mm. feel free we just don't really need to cover it in Full. No, I mean, I, kind of I, forget, I don't remember what you guys said, but like, I don't know, just basically like, it just doesn't, it's, we say it in the episode pretty, pretty straightforward. Like you can't have them both because the whole point of Schrodinger was not to be this cool power for Alucard. The point of it was to be a poison that kills him, that removes him from existence for 30 years. So if you re recreate that scenario and composite him, that's just what's going to happen. You have to literally ignore that, like the whole point of Schrodinger. The, the whole him getting super cool like quantum powers at the end is like a neat twist and bonus um the whole point of it is that it's it, is that it was supposed to like kill him um yeah. so you can't yeah, if you, if really you want to know more him. if you want to know more about that check out our previous episode yeah and it would matter our so-called compositing rules that don't actually exist that people tend to like overgeneralize. yeah um does not allow us to give uh alucard a power that does not fit with his other powers that literally contradicts his other powers it yeah. just doesn't work that way <laughs> and then uh last question yeah liam uh was this your favorite episode ever oh you know <laughs> uh i'll be honest like i i, I the way it, it working with it for like for so long working on it it's kind of like makes you like i was like oh this is gonna be a good episode let's storm pretty well and then i saw people's responses to it and i kind of recontextualized it. i was like wait yeah, this is dope. Wait, the, this we knocked down. The oh, this is this gonna one. be an okay episode. This is like <laughs> no, a passion I think it would project. Be like just okay, but I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with this. And then I was like, no, wait, this is like super, like amazing. I've yeah. just been kind of desensitized to what makes it really cool because I because you live with it. So it. Yeah, for I so long. For so long. Yeah. For those uh, who don't like, know, right. this has been Liam's passion project. He's been wanting to do this episode for a very long time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. I was like, right, this the clock fight isn't just some like. <laughs> Thing that I came up with. It's actually really cool. Like people liked it, you know. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. 
And you got real excited when were really good too. I, I yep. was really happy with how they turned out. Um, I remember uh, when you, we were going over the look of the the clock fight area, and you just got super excited during when when Christina yeah. showed off the lighting and stuff. That was, that was very very fun. When she changed it from like blue city to red city, and I was like, ah, yep. oh, yeah, it was so cool. Red city was great. <laughs> people in the chat asking about composites if you don't understand our composite rules i don't know what to tell you we've talked about it a million times just look at the end gotta, of the episodes and explain it it's, just it's not a sense. complete composite guys no it's we just don't. us it's just us taking a main source and then using everything else as possible extra information not confirmed information anyway stuff that like makes stuff that makes sense like it is the joker from batman the animated series like can you use feats from him yes it's still the joker there's not a big difference between him and the comics it's a dude with clown makeup that has weapons and shit using emperor joker from the comics <laughs> where he gets mr mixius pitalix powers no that's not what the joker usually is you'd have to specify that we're using the one the one our story arc where he became mm -hmm. god like yeah so it's it's just stuff like that it has to it's just not contradictory stuff um yeah. stuff that makes sense mm -hmm. it's kind of a, either it's way kind of a common sense i don't know common sense Common sense rule is a good yeah, way to put it. Like, like that's, it's not that's complicated. It I feel Common like a sense lot of people composite. try to overcomplicate like, it or overgeneralize it. Yeah. There are some it's instances just where it's tough, right? There are some instances where we've like, oh, does this count? And we talk about it. We discuss it. But for the most part, I don't know. We didn't use, we didn't use Dio over Heaven, for instance. We didn't use yeah, George Joestar Dio. Holy fuck. I would have loved to do that, but that would have been dumb as hell. <laughs> I don't want to be just purely to talk about George Joestar in the world right now, but well, no, hell no, it's not Dio, it's not him anymore. I, th I think that covers everything. We can go ahead and get back to our community death battle. Yes. All right, if you're watching this live and you're just tuning in, we are figuring out the uh, tournament bracket for an upcoming uh multi-episode tournament of serial mascots uh we are now on tony the tiger versus <laughs> crazy craving if you don't know who crazy craving is he's the like uh, weird like tasmanian devil looking guy i guess that's like uh, big bug eyes honeycomb this. honey he like hypnotizes people to be obsessed with honeycomb <laughs> Oh my god, I, think, I, had, right? I, had, I had locked this away in my memory cellar. He's oh my. crazy. No, yeah, that's the no, thing, right? no, no. People, people become him, don't they? That's, I think you're right, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the so, mask, right? Like, you have like a mask yeah, scenario where the, one yeah. of like a random person becomes crazy craving. You can I go ahead and vote uh, in the chat real quick. You can go ahead and vote in the chat. Or, or if you're on mobile, Tony Tiger is uh, hashtag one, crazy craving hashtag two. This is not necessarily which one would win in a fight. This is which one you want to see in the tournament. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would honestly. Here's okay. Obviously, Tony the Tiger is going to win the the chat vote. Um, and I guess that that is fair. Makes sense. He's more iconic. Yeah. I I would honestly pick Crazy Craving personally. I had a fucking nightmare about Crazy Craving when I was a child. That thing was terrifying. Yeah, I would just. Is. I would just, and it's such a, it's such a bold, and it's kind of like, a, this is the weird one. This is the weird one that we're including. Um, you know, like, I, I just think what a, what a, what an off the wall, very 90s, you know, like Crazy Craving maybe was earlier than the 90s, but I only think of him as like early 2000s, like weird kind of CGI face. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> I, and I just, Tony the Tiger is cool and whatever, but Crazy Craving is a fucking monster. Yeah. I don't even know I his want, name. I want Tony the Tiger to defeat this thing, but I don't think he can do it. 
Even if he he killed it, his face would start distorting and turn into that thing. Yeah, what is Tony bringing into any fight against any of these other men? Athleticism. Yeah, a soccer ball. (laughs) If we look up Tony Tiger on Versus Battle Wikis, for example, what happens? Does he even have a page? have a respect thread. Oh, well, he doesn't have a page for on Versus Battles, but he does have a page on WikiFur. Of course he does. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, sports shit. Oh, he has, a, yeah. he has some tune for, like some light tune forcing. Oh, they mentioned that he's there a tiger. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, oh, Death Metal, the, the Death Metal Fanon website has. Oh, shit, he does have, <laughs> he does turn into a giant, he does have tiger armor. Oh, and he goes supercharged mode. Armor? Kicked, cooked, kicked a soccer ball to the moon. Exactly. Whoa. Okay. Faster than, okay. Okay. All right. So he's kind of a god. Okay. Maybe he's kind of uh, a god. <laughs> oh, and then he just is this big fat tiger. Oh, he's so cute. Um, yeah. Okay. But I'm still going crazy craving. He's gonna be my eighth. He's gonna be my eighth pick. My my special wild. Card. If Tony wins this. Yeah. If Tony. And Tony's gonna win. This. Like like let's. I feel let's... like one of these two might be a good pick for the eighth pick. Again, there will be an open eighth spot um, that we'll figure out later, depending on you know. What you guys say after this? If 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 a character that you really want to see in the tournament loses, let us know on Twitter at, uh, at Death Battle on Twitter, and we might be able to put that character in the open eighth spot afterwards. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and close up the poll um, and figure out which one of these two is guaranteed a spot in the tournament. Please, Tony. Yeah, it's easy, easy, Tony. Obviously. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're it's right. Tony crashes with 87%. He's serious. Thank you, Tony, for your service. Yeah. Icon. Um, yeah, I, I'm going. I think you no guys are sleepy and crazy crazy. Have we or, have we shown the audience this horrible thing, Brian? Like, is a nightmare. Truly. Yeah. I, I, I have to look at it. With... Oh no, that's different. Crazy it's just crazy craving, craving, I believe. Yeah. If you just Google crazy craving, you'll see it. Yeah, I mean, then you'll wish it you is hadn't. entirely possible. Ah, yeah, that ugh. thing. Ugh. It is entirely is. possible that people did not vote for him just because you Google him and, you, was. It's this and you never want to see him again. Horrifying. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> nightmares. Yeah. All right. I love him. Next matchup. We got two more to get to. We got 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's do it. Let's get to it. Uh, what, a, what a very fast paced episode of Cast. <laughs> Snap, Crackle, and Pop versus <laughs> the monster cereals count chocula boo bear and frankenberry I mean, we're kind of wrapping the, these three together um, any one of those guys could step on the rice krispies guys yeah that's I, it. If, i've got to go monsters. if if the monsters win we'll figure out how they incorporate into the tournament later maybe we'll figure out maybe we'll, we'll pick one of the three we'll do like a poll on twitter i don't know yeah. but either way but snap, um, snap crackle pop they're they're a team you know they're they're a cohesive unit you yeah. gotta have some. That's gotta give them some sort of advantage. Yeah, but, I mean, it's come on. It's like it's like you, you <laughs> want you know Rice Krispies. I love Rice Krispies. I think they're actually mm-hmm. not bad. Um, mm-hmm. but you gotta and the Rice Krispie treats are just fantastic. Just but, amazing. Um, I really do. Ha- I think the variety that that Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry bring to the table is just the classic Universal horror monster icons. I've actually never had either of those cereals. They probably are terrible, but uh, <laughs> I think that um, I always thought of them was kind of like B tier. Maybe I'm wrong, but I always thought it was kind of B tier cereals. Mm-hmm. But That's um, fair. Uh, I I think just for the sake of the, the color, the color scheme of yeah. the lineup, it's gotta, gotta be the most. Like, could they even affect Booberry? He's a freaking ghost. He's a ghost, right? They're and not gonna do chocolate, anything to him. Let's look up a Count Chocolate respect there. What can you do? 
I can okay. see the Rice Krispies guys un unfurling Frankenberry, like getting a Fred Lewis's <laughs> head falls off or something. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, boy. Can somebody explain to me in like 30 seconds what the SCP Foundation is? Because I've seen this talked about. It's like oh, a horror yeah. fan wiki, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a fan wiki, uh, like, not like, like, Lovecraftian, like, we all join together and tell the, like, create these stories of like, these like, horrifying monsters, this organization that like, contains them. And there's some like, really like, fascinating fan created, uh, entities mm -hmm. um they're really fun there's a video game about it too control yeah 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 like if you play terrifying. control that's the scp yeah that's oh, what yeah. i thought so eldritch cthulhu type entities uh i google snap crackle pop one of the first things that comes up is the fact is the i the fact that they are in fact the uh scp foundation and they control and have the ability to ward off eldritch entities just because it's scp so uh <laughs> Snap, crack, and pop can defeat Cthulhu. It's confirmed. Yes. Um, I had I mean, literally Sam. had never even heard of, of Fruit Brute. I, I don't know if I don't believe Sam water, was where, audible where on on cast, but there are other monster Fruit characters. Brute and, uh, these these are the the main three though. Um, yummy, yummy mummy. mummy. I've never yeah, heard never of heard of it. All right. I'm gonna order some. I believe you, Sam. Though that's your D tier <laughs> cereal. That's like some '70s shit. Yeah. <laughs> some D tier cereal. Yummy I think we're gonna move on, right? I, gotta, I. That's not what I was googling. Yummy mummy cereal. Yeah, careful uh, when you Google <laughs> yummy mummy. <laughs> uh, oh, I see. Yeah, this dude is from the '70s. Anyways. Go on. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, Excellent addition to the serial lore. All right. Let's go ahead and close up the poll. See who wins between Snap, Crackle, and Pop and Count Chocula, Bootberry, and Frankenberry, the monster serial mascots. Yeah. Okay. Not going to be anything. Count but. Chocula's easy, easy, easy. crew. Sorry. Right. Sorry, Josh. What's this underneath my That's shoe? Fine. I get it. I mean, I want to see Count Chocula in this. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, I do too. I think it'd probably be Count Chocula if I was. All right. And we got one more left. One more seat to determine today. The Trix Rabbit versus Sugar Bear. Ah, Trix Rabbit. Easy. <laughs> Are you kidding? Have you seen Sugar Bear commercials? I have not I seen Sugar Bear commercials. I'm just going to smack know. that rabbit. It's, Sugar Bear it's commercials. the rabbit. It's the yeah. rabbit. So, Come on. Trix Rabbit fails all the time at getting the cereal. Oh, Sugar Bear <laughs> always gets the cereal. Yes. He and is the Trix Rabbit if the Trix Rabbit was actually competent. He's also like super chill. Trick Rabbit yeah, is yeah. lucky without powers. He's got nothing. He's got, got nothing it. going on. What? What do you mean, Trick Rabbit? I'm sure. Trick Rabbit has. loses everything he does. Trick Rabbit has real stolen, but he perseveres. While, while putting this together, I looked up the first ever Trick uh, Rabbit commercial. There's an origin story for why he's like constantly chasing after tricks it's because in his very first appearance he had tricks and then a pair of asshole kids came up stole it from him and were like silly rabbit tricks are for kids and then tricks is like depressed like horribly depressed for the rest I'm sorry. of the commercial <laughs> legs were strong enough sad. to leap from skyscraper to skyscraper when he was disguised as tricks man fast enough to appear as a blur endured the intense <laughs> g-forces of a centrifuge shape-shifting powers tune force powers Burrowing. So he's still lost the kids. Portal creation, disguises. Oh, so many disguises. Still lost the kids. He would be like the, yeah. be like the spy from TF2. 
Oh my god, he's got a lasso. A remote control which allows him to pause, rewind, and slow down time. The Trix Still... Rabbit is going to fucking tear Sugar Bear's head off <laughs> and wear his body as a fucking skin so suit as Sugar one of his Bear. disguises. Sugar Bear uh, tries to get cereal from, I can't remember what her name is, the, the old lady. Uh, and at one point, the old lady built a rocket ship and flew to the moon to try to get away from him. And Sugar Bear bicycled his way up into space. Congratulations. Strix would have gotten there first with his teleportation. And he still yeah. would have lost Liam. He never wins. <laughs> and and it, but That's the his point power. of this fight is not to get tricks. It's to kill. It's I to think murder. it transfers. This is, this is where he is advantaged. He is not held back by the constraints of his character, his moral failings. He, he, he does not need to weigh himself down by the, the failures that have, that have dragged him in his whole life into a pit. All he needs to focus on is killing. That's all anything that matters. I can't murder. get my cereal, Blood but I can rage. kill the sun. I yes. will do this. Exactly. It is, it is, this is an emotional arc for him. He's like, he's like, I know what I have to do. I know what my life has been leading up to. It's not about, about tricks. It's about it's been about murdering the sun. Destroying this freaking sun. <laughs> yeah. this, this is like this is the ultimate character arc. Tricks Rabbit yeah. has had this yes. like depressing life, horrible life for decades yeah. at this point. But we are going to give him a chance to <laughs> redeem himself by killing the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> killing killing serial god. Yeah, just, just RPG <laughs> protagonist. Yeah. I feel like the sugar bear does everything Tricks Rabbit does, but effortlessly. He looks cool doing it. I don't think that... Oh my god. So change. I've seen a lot of people uh, talking about uh, like interesting feats and whatnot from the, the characters. If you guys have been love it. looking at the chat, the, the, some amazing stuff. So let's go ahead and wrap up the poll for Tricks Rabbit and Sugar Bear. Let's see... <laughs> <laughs> with the final pairing ends up with uh, in our seventh seat in the bracket. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not even Congrats, buddy. Seventy-two <laughs> percent. I want to see Trick Rabbit's son now. Vindicated. So that means. <laughs> so that means this tournament that we're going to be doing in future Death Metal casts this year will include the Raisin Brand Son, Cat and Crunch, Sunny the Cuckoo Bird. Lucky the Leprechaun, Tony the Tiger, Count Chocula and Friends, maybe, and the Tricks Rabbit. There is one more seat. <laughs> Let us know on Twitter at, at Death Battle who you think should fill Crazy that eighth seat. Is, is it just <laughs> from this listing, or can it be anybody? Any serial mascot. Any I know there's yeah. more that we didn't cool. actually get to, so if there's yeah. one that we completely missed and you think absolutely deserves to be there, go ahead and let us know. Uh, and then we will figure that out at some point in the future before we actually do the tournament. <laughs> uh, oh my god, that was a lot of fun, guys. I, uh, I'm excited to see how this yes. tournament turns out, because this could be the most epic thing we've ever done on cast. I think so. I think so. <laughs> if you have not seen uh, Deal versus Alucard, you should go check that out. Liam did an amazing job. The team did an amazing job putting it together. God, that animation is so cool. So um, awesome. If you have not the... seen Red versus Blue Family Shatters, there are three episodes out now. There's no reason not to go check those out. Do They're it. hilarious. You should go <laughs> watch them. Um, really good, really uh, uh, fun um, sitcom-style uh, take on Red vs. Blue. Unlike any other season, really. Like, some of the PSAs, mm -hmm. you know, kind of had a similar mm -hmm. vibe, but it wasn't, like, a standard thing for the PSAs. This is an entirely new approach for an entire uh, chunk of the show. Um, mm -hmm. And then 
next week, Akuma versus Shao Kahn airs. It's this Sunday for First Members and Monday on YouTube. Please check that out. I'm so excited for that episode. I think that covers everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Man, thank you guys so much for joining us for <laughs> this is fun. This very interesting episode of the <laughs> Fiddle Cast. Uh, we'll let you know when part two of Serial Mascot Battle Royale uh gets underway and we will begin the tournament keep an eye on our uh social media for that um and until then be kind to others be kind to yourself be awesome we'll see you next week bye everybody bye all die 1000 death Dare interrupt my tournament. Another fool seeking my throne. I only seek your life. Oh! <laughs>